0: Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to HeartBlend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths, sensitive souls, and those that resonate with my content. So hello, I'm so excited and happy to have you. And today we are going to cover how to slow down in order to accelerate in ways to do that. So I know that a lot of us struggle with being able to slow down because we feel like we have all of these pressures. There's so much we want to do. There's so much we have to do or we feel we have to do. And so this episode is really to reframe your mind and perspective on slowing down so you can see it as something that's beneficial to really help you to actually speed up. So I'm really excited to cover this with you doing this type of time reconfiguration is always so exciting for me. So I am very anxious to cover this with you. Okay. So the first way to slow down in order to accelerate is to take care of the small things. We oftentimes have little things that come up, little warning signs that come up, right? Little maintenance checks that we have to take care of, little distractions that come up, things that show a little small leak, but we don't handle it because we're so focused on the big things and tackling those big things. And for some reason in our mind, we hold a bigger weight on the big things that are in front of us and those things that we have to do. And we don't realize that those small things can really help save us time, Put our minds at ease and to become more resilient, and it can actually create a smoother process for you. So we have to keep in mind that we are sensory beings. And so things we see, things we smell, touch, taste, and all of those things really do affect the way that we are perceiving our environment, therefore affecting our thoughts and eventually our behaviors and our actions. So doing something as simple as cleaning your space or cleaning your car. Now let's take a habit, for example, a bad habit that you've been wanting to break. And the big goal is to say you want to quit smoking or you want to quit biting your nails, right? And so you're so focused on that big thing that you use a lot of your energy and time in resistance. And so what's happening is that a lot of times you're fighting with your mind in this way. And your mind is still on that old programming, but you having this emotional resistance. And so it feels harder for you. Now, because of your environments and the behaviors and habits you have in those environments are going to re-trigger you. So any remnants of what you've done in the past will re-trigger you and make it even harder because your brain is saying, hey, this is the environment that we did that bad habit in. So let's do that bad habit. And it almost feels like you're feeling defeated. So let's say you smoke in a certain area of your home or in your car and you want to quit smoking. I'm not suggesting you to quit smoking. I am suggesting for you to take a new approach to handling a habit that you want to break. So if you have that scent, you know, we have a scent with smoking. There's a smell to it. Well, the brain is very perceptive with its senses. And so, if you smell that old smoke again, what do you think is going to happen? It's going to re trigger you. If you're used to biting your nails, oftentimes you're going to leave little nail pieces around and they may just be, you know, in your area because it's a subconscious habit. Habits are on autopilot, right? A lot of times it doesn't take a lot of conscious thought to do it. Otherwise, we wouldn't do it because therefore it would not be a habit. And so subconsciously, visually, you may see a couple fingernails laying around. It just reconditions you to stay in that habit, and it makes things harder for you. But in our minds, we're just focused on that big habit we want to break. So we do all of these other things, and we pile that on on top of our other daily responsibilities. But if we took the time to slow down and said, okay, I'm going to clean my environment. I'm going to change the scent. I'm going to remove everything related to that old habit. I'm going to remove any triggers or items that remind me of that old habit. That's a small task, but it's going to make a big impact. Okay, So doing small things along the way that seem minute they seem like they're not a big deal, but in actuality, they're helping you to support you moving faster in the long run. So we have to pull out of the mentality of, I got to do this. I got to go, 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 and step back and take care of smaller things. And think about when you notice an issue with the quality of your air. Let's say your your air conditioning or your heater it's not really working the best, but it's still working. It's giving you a little warning sign. Hey, maybe we should take a look at it, or maybe there's some maintenance that needs to be done. But we're so focused on other big things and go, 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 and staying with our consistent speed that we don't stop to slow down and give attention to something that seems small, doesn't seem like a big deal. But what happens when it breaks? And now it's in the forefront of our mind. It's a big deal then. And we have to do something and we can't do anything else but that thing. Think about how much time that takes up. And then we feel like there's more piling on. So I could give a thousand examples in this way, but really just apply it to where you see fit. So just doing some routine maintenance routine organization, taking care of little things around the house or in your environment, taking care of yourself, taking vitamins, whatever it is, going to the doctor, little things that don't seem like a big deal, but they will help you to move faster, definitely slow down to do that. The next way to slow down in order to accelerate is to redefine time and your values. So recently, I started focusing on the 12-week year approach. Now, what is that? I'm going to briefly go over this with you. The 12-week year is basically taking one solid goal that you want to accomplish, and instead of saying, I'm going to do this this year, I'm going to do that this year, I'm going to do this this year, I have 12 months to do it, I have plenty of time to get it done. The issue is that we oftentimes procrastinate, or we don't actually utilize the time in a concentrated effort. And when we feel that sense of urgency, then we start to push, right? But we can't really push if we feel like we have so much time ahead of us and we don't actually use every day the best way we can effectively. We tend to slack off. So redefining time and what that means to you. So I decided to take the 12 week year approach and take one goal, break it into 12 weeks and to keep track of things, focus, cutting out those distractions. So that was redefining that time for me and saying, hey, I don't have to follow these rules that everyone else is doing. I don't have to apply my time the way the rest of the world is applying their time. I don't have to do things like everyone else. I can manage myself and my time in a way that works for me. And that's something else that I want to point out is because we all have different personalities. Some of us have different disorders. Some of us have different illnesses. Some of us have different conditions that affect the way that we do things. And so, if we try to do things the same way in the same timing as everyone else, we oftentimes feel defeated and feel burned out sometimes. So, you have to really take in mind who you are in redefining time. What works best for you? I did an episode on the power of chronotypes and that was really interesting because it really talks about how we all have a natural circadian rhythm that affects the way our bodies regulate cortisol levels and all of that depending on the time of day. And it's very fascinating because a lot of this is biological or genetic. So you may have someone that's more of a morning person or someone that's more of a night person or someone that's a little in between. And so that really breaks that down for you. But that's an example of understanding how we need to redefine time in order for us to actually use time in the best way. On top of that, redefining your values. So when we're on the go and we're trying to do so much and we're pushing, 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 It is often because maybe we started doing something one way, or we were programmed a certain way, or we were conditioned a certain way, or we had a certain workflow that fit our lifestyle at the time, and we just kept up with that. And what happens when your lifestyle changes, but your habits don't? You pile on more habits and more things to do, and then you feel like you're doing too much but you feel like you can't let go of the old way of doing something. And so you feel like you're really getting exhausted trying to go, 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 go in that way. And so as our lifestyles change, as we do new things, we have to take the time to figure out what do we truly value right now? What's valuable to you today may not have been valuable to you last year or years ago, but what's valuable to you today and what deserves our effort and our attention and why? What deserves our energy? We have to ask ourselves these questions, but we have to slow down in order to do that. But once we are able to redefine for ourselves, hey, this is what I really value. It creates so much clarity and it creates direction. When you have clarity you create clear expectations, and your brain is able to have a direction to move in. And when you're able to do that, you're able to accelerate quickly, you're able to move really fast. And so when I say that we need to slow down, you can slow down just for a few minutes, you can slow down for a whole day, you can slow down for a week, whatever you feel is necessary, in order for you to just give yourself that awareness and that attention to take a break from what you're used to doing slowing down, being reflective, and having a sense of awareness for you to get back on track or change the way you're doing things entirely. Just depends on what your focus is, what you want to achieve, and how you want to do that. The next way to slow down, to accelerate, is to take some time to organize organization is a time saver. So yes, up front, it takes time to do that. It takes time to organize different areas of your home or in your office or your digital space. But when you know where everything is, imagine how much time you get back. To be able to know exactly where something is, to be able to go to it, to be able to find it quickly, saves you so much time in the long run. So yeah, it took some time to slow down and do that. And it felt like, oh, I got to stop doing what I'm used to doing. I got to take a break in my process. But it makes the process so much more efficient. We are able to get rid of things we know we don't need. We're able to reuse some things. We're able to find things we thought we lost. And it just makes things much easier and reduces a mental cognitive overload, meaning it's reducing a lot of stress on your thinking. So just taking that off of your plate allows for you to think clearly and move faster. Okay. Another way to slow down in order to accelerate is to create a better schedule, but with a holistic view. Oftentimes we get hyper-focused on one thing, And we eat, sleep, breathe that thing that we want to do. And we just focused on it. We're like, go, 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 go. But we realize, wait a minute, I have a whole life that I also have to manage. I have to manage my health, my well-being, my mental health, my emotional health, my physical health. I have to keep up with people that I'm connected to. I have to I have to make sure that my house is well cared for and maintained. I have to make time for fun and hobbies and just enjoying life. What is the point if I'm always working or just focusing on accomplishing something? So we have to create a schedule or something, a system that supports us holistically. Factor in times for taking a break or times for relaxing, or times for having fun. Redefine your time. Like I said, for me, I decided spending five days a week on work is way too much. That is out of balance for me. So if I actually take the time four days a week to focus every day on what I need to achieve for work, I'm able to accelerate much faster and have more time back to myself. Having the discipline and commitment to getting up earlier, giving yourself more time in the morning while the world is asleep allows for you to accelerate. But you have to slow down to think of these things, right? Another way to slow down in order to accelerate, this is one of my favorites. And this goes back to you know, doing some of the small things or taking care of the small things in order to accelerate for the future, right? But that's more of just taking care of things that may become a problem in the future. My next tip is actually finding ways that you can advance your life in an enormous amount of time. So you determine how much you want to advance your life. Maybe you want to advance your life in some area by a week, or you want to advance your life by three months you're probably saying, what do you mean advance my life, right? How can you save yourself a certain amount of time? So let's say we want to save ourselves a week of time when it comes to cooking. We have to eat. And so what if we took the time to slow down and to say, hey, I'm going to plan out what I'm going to eat this week. And I'm going to either prepare my meals or prepare the ingredients so cooking is faster or pre-cook my foods or create a better system for making the foods way faster or having the foods already ready for me faster. You've just saved yourself a few hours every day from cooking. Now, some of you say, well, I don't cook. I just order. That saves me time. But What we don't realize is that could be affecting our health, which is therefore affecting our fitness goals, or it could be affecting our financial goals because we're spending more money on eating out, or it could just affect a way that we are not as in tune with our bodies because we're just trying to find something to eat without really taking the time to think through what our body really needs. So I'm not suggesting that you have to cook all of the time, but I'm saying that as an example of ways you can save yourself so much time in the long run, just by dedicating a few hours for one day out of the week, as opposed to every day of the week. Another example of saving yourself time in advance is planning your clothes out for the week. Do you know how much time it takes for you to figure out what you're going to wear and say, oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, man, I thought that was clean. It's not clean. Oh, wait, it's too much, right? Our short term memory is only good for about seven things at a time. And so when you're trying to hold so much in your mind, and something that you know has to get done, you know, you have to put on clothes, if you're going to leave the house, you know, you're going to have to eat, you know, you're going to have to sleep, you know, you're going to have these habits of things to maintain your health what are ways you can support that by saving yourself time up front? So something else that was helpful for me was creating routines throughout the day that was supporting the next time of my day. So in the mornings, preparing my lunch or preparing what I'm going to do for the middle of the day. In the middle of the day, preparing my evening, preparing my dinner, right? By the evening, I'm preparing the next day. So always keeping yourself ahead saves you so much time in the long run. But when you are focused in this reactive mode, you don't give yourself that time and space to do so. It just feels like everything's piling up on you. But it's an illusion. So if we slow down enough to be more intentional and be more purposeful in our actions, it can truly save us time and help us to accelerate much, much faster. So those are my tips on ways we can slow down to accelerate. I know there's so much more, but these were the ones that really stood out to me. So I hope that they were helpful for you. Definitely stay tuned for more. And as always, we're here Tuesdays and Saturdays at 6am Eastern Standard Time. This is Heart Blend Podcast.